How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On a Saturday morning, it looks like the rain is getting on out of here. Goodbye and good riddance. Well, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the outdoor show this morning is Jace. And our sponsors today, we have the Belleville Meat Market, Texan Roofing, Big D Marine, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, Galveston right now, 59 down on the island. Cloudy early with peaks of sunshine expected later on in the day. High of 72. Winds will be north at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And then for tonight, partly cloudy skies, low of 66, north-northeast winds at 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow on Easter Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, nice day, high of 73, northeast winds 10 to 15. So that's not too bad. We'll take it after the last few days. Goodness. I'm glad the rain has moved to the east of us. Goodbye. All right, looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We have a high coming up at 7.46 a.m. It's a 1.5, a low at 12.54 p.m., a 1.2, and a high at 4.15 p.m., a 1.3. Sunrise this morning, 7.01 a.m., sunset this evening, 7.41 p.m., and our moon phase is 97%. We're coming off that full moon, two nights of it. Current conditions right now. Offshore, it's north at 20 to 25, water temp 70, air temperature 61. At uh, the Galveston Channel, it's 58 degrees, and uh, water temp's not available for anywhere inshore this morning for whatever reason. Well, I caught that one just right. I thought I saw them earlier. they got to be near 70. But uh, north-northeast winds 10 to 14 at the Galveston Channel, pretty much the same at Eagle Point, north at 8 to 13, and up at Morgan's Point in the north end. Of the complex is north northwest at 14 to 17. So we're going to have north in the wind today, clearing skies, and uh, nice weather for the weekend. Weekend Warriors hit it just right. Hopefully, everybody can get out or do what they do on Easter and do have a good time. Anyway, that's where we're at. It all looks good to me. Life could be worse. All right, let's go over to Sabine now in the Golden Triangle area, and let's check in with our good friend, Captain Bill Watkins, see what he's up to this morning. Bill, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, man. How are you this morning? 
I'm here, buddy. I'm here. That's good. We're here. We're going to hang in there. Yes, sir. Choo-choo. So, uh, well, it has been a kind of a tough couple of days. We didn't get to go fishing at all. No. Got rained out of everything. Had to cancel my crappie trip. <laughs> that, uh, our guide up there decided it was going to be too rough with all that wind coming through and ahead of the front, and then the front was, you know, started raining. It did start raining up there at 11 o'clock in the morning. So yeah. yeah. But they had some pretty stiff winds up there. So, hey, we shall reschedule that. And, of course, I had held open about three days that I was supposed to go uh, catfishing with noodles mm-hmm. and uh, – that didn't get to happen either because, uh, and they caught real good. I just missed the whole thing. <laughs> I had I had too many things to do, all bunched up against each other, and uh, couldn't get to any of them because of the weather and this and that. But my buddies, they caught at least, oh, I don't know, 200 pounds of blue catfish. Good Lord. In, in two days. They had two that weighed 25 pounds apiece. Goodness. So that was 50 pounds of the 200. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did real well. Of course, I got text pictures and uh, missed the whole thing myself. Finally, I just threw up my hands. I said, well, I'm not going to get to do anything. Can't go crappie fishing. Can't do that. Can't. Can't uh, not you know I had blocked out my day so I didn't have any guide trips and <laughs> I just gave up. You lost all the way around there, brother. I lost all the way around. I hope you know whole five days I lost. So. Yeah. Then Welcome I had to the guide business, huh? <laughs> That's right. I had some guy call me last night at nine o'clock. I wanted to go fishing this morning. I said no. <laughs> I done made other plans now, so I missed the whole thing. I just uh, I sat on the dock all week. Monday I did fish, and Monday was a tough day. Wow, southwest yeah. wind. We talked about that before, so hey, one of these days I'll catch back up. It's coming. We'll get to that point. Uh, we'll get, we'll be whining and crying about, man, when's this wind ever going to quit blowing? In about first, second week of June, it'll lay down, and then you'll get some yeah. really nice days for about two or three weeks, and then here comes the old dreaded southwest wind, summertime pattern. You know, oh, July, yeah. August. You know. You know that's you know what's coming, happen. man. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Golly. Here we go. Hmm. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> it seems Nothing like that's changes, the man. I mean, it, we've been doing this a long time. It's the same every year, just about. I mean, it's just you can almost set your just mark it on your calendar. It's coming. All these yeah, different I, patterns we go through trying to chase a little old snotty trout around, man. I do. I do dread that Southwest syndrome. When we get into that, it just seems like it sticks all summer. Mm-hmm. But. The fortunate thing is, when it finally gels out, 
those trout will adjust and start biting on the southwest wind. As long as it's not too hard, you can catch them. You can catch them. Uh, and once it sets up and just stays that way for days at a time, they, they adjust. and Yeah, well, they know. adjust, we adjust. Now, as long as it's not too bad, you know, 10 to 15, that, that's all doable. Yeah, and yeah, 10 to 15. What hurts us bad. a lot up here, you know, we I used to not mind those southwest winds in the hot summer back in the day because the ship channel was so alive with fish. I mean, all yeah. that area for miles down that east side of the ship channel and all those, well, they used to be live oyster beds for the most part. And, man, it just it just held a lot of fish in the summer months. And you can, you can, that's doable on a southwest wind as long as it's not over 20, 25, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we kind of lost that about, aspect of our, you know, fish, except for the tide runners that come in. Yeah, up to about 10 to 16 knots that you can handle that. And it gets, they get on a pattern and they get yeah. adjusted to that pattern. I think if it went, you know, after two two or three weeks of that, if it went back southeast, it'd blow their mind. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Like, it clears the water up and, boy, I mean, gets beautiful. I'd like to see a summer of, of southeast winds again. Boy, you know, so so with our out. buddies in the surf, man, southeast at five oh, every morning. I'd be there every day. Yes, I would. I love fishing that surf. I've even figured out how to do that in the boat. It's yeah. just, uh, and I can move real quick. I can readjust. I just ease down the shoreline, and watch for. Uh, Watch for bait, jumping, you know, once I find slicks. them. Bait slicks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, that's some fun fishing. Mm-hmm. Then you can back off You can back off and go offshore or uh, fish the rigs or go back to the jetties and hit the, uh, you know, 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock bite. And you right. Get you some more. That's, uh, that's some beautiful fishing there. Really, really is when that on the surf gets right, and you can catch redfish running the surf too. Exactly, that's, that's a hoot. But uh, I got, I mean, I got northeast wind redfish right now that I, I mean, they're stacked in several spots. I can catch those crazy things. That and some of them are are real nice, you know, middle slot type reds. Yeah, yeah you're developing. You got that right size, right age class. Yep, I'm, I'm man. You know, I've got some over. Um, there's there's some that are thirty and thirty two, mm-hmm. and every once in a while we'll catch a thirty five. But they're not that uh, not that big, really. And even if you uh, even if you get a couple of a thirties. You, in Louisiana, you can keep those. You know, keep one a day. Right. Oversized. Yeah, they're they're yeah. cut off twenty seven inches maximum, and then you get to keep one a day over twenty seven. Keep one a day. Yeah. So it works out real well, and uh, it's but it's just catching the redfish is the thing. You know, you keep <laughs> if you keep one or two per person, you got that's a lot of meat. Yeah, and a lot of people are a lot of people are learning to love redfish. 
and that half shell thing is is really a big deal to people. They are enjoying cooking those things like that, and I understand it. You know, so I I do a lot of half shells, and they they grill those things, man, and shoot. They can even bake them. You bake them in the oven like that, and it just uh, holds that moisture in there. Shoot. <laughs> Voila. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people prefer it that way. I'm finding uh, probably 40% of my guests really like redfish. So, you know, I'll pursue them a little bit. Every time they kind of show up, I'll, I'll go get them. Sure. Know. You know, it's funny with reds, when you really want them and need them, you can't find them. When you can't don't want them. them and you're catching trout good, there are redfish on every street corner. Have you noticed that? <laughs> That's right. They come to the shoreline with the trout, but, yeah, it's uh, that's a funny thing, you know, how that works out. But right now, there's there's some, they're stacked in a couple of spots that just, actually about three different places that I know of. I'm sure there's others, but mm-hmm. uh, you pull up there in that 20-foot, 20 25-foot water, and as you're approaching the edge of the channel, starting up the slope, you see those you know, stacks of boomerangs down there. Mm-hmm. They are there. It's just uh, it's unbelievable. If you dropped a piece of meat down there, you'd, get, <laughs> you'd be busy as a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest. I'm telling you. And they'll stretch your string in that current. But anyway. Well, when we uh, come back from the uh, break, we'll talk about rain. Did y'all get a lot of rain over there? No, sir. I saw where somebody just texted me that uh, Cameron Cameron Parish got 14 inches. They called it a rain rain bomb. (laughs) I'm sure they did. Uh, there was a big old thing over there yesterday, and a big red blob. There's still and a lot of rain hung, over Louisiana, you know, on the east side. I got one inch <laughs> out of the whole thing. Isn't that something? Just depends on where you're at with these things. Yeah, it is. It skipped around. All right, I let mean, me knock this break wet. out, Bill. I'll come okay, back buddy. to you. Hang on, man. Well, you know, folks, the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop and, and have all your processing done. It's it's just a great place up in Belleville. It's easy to find. Short drive from Sealy All 510 or Hempstead Off 290. And this week, they're double featuring their double black pepper pecan smoked sausage and cheddar cheese pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And on special, seasoned chicken leg quarters for $1.19 a pound. And fresh ground beef daily is always three fifty nine a pound when you buy it in bulk with ten pounds or more. And their wild game processing, they're still making their Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. You can bring something home from your hunt. The whole family can enjoy all year long. And the Belleville Meat Market is celebrating over forty one years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show on this saturday morning all right bill we are back my friend all right good deal yeah i i saw all that radar event going on and over in uh central louisiana actually uh, in cameron parish it was going right. right down the coast and i could hear it rumbling from here mm-hmm. it's constantly all uh, you know all during the afternoon but we we missed it it just kind of, <laughs> it was a non-event for me. I, I, the ground yeah, for, got wet. For a lot of us, it was. Some, it was just, it was crazy. Just depending on those yeah. fans, the way they were moving from the southwest to the northeast, whether you were in line with them. Yeah, that's right. My my rain gauge accumulated on, I guess, just about an inch and a quarter. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't even believe that. Yeah, I thought surely all this thunder and lightning I'm hearing, I'm going to get more rain, than, you know. But anyway, it didn't happen. Yeah, I was in that good trough where you know I got a, I got quite a bit of rain, but I didn't check my gauge. I'm sure I got an inch and a half, two inches. But yesterday, it never, I never got those downpours with all the lightning and wind and everything. With just, uh, just steady light rain all day long. Yeah, that's that's what I was at. You know, just sprinkly, steady, light rain. Yep. Just enough to keep you home and not, not go fishing. Yeah. Well, good thing about it, having to be cooped up the last couple of days with the bad weather, I was able to get some golf time in on the Masters. I love watching that tournament. It's just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of been... I mean, it's been a tradition for me for years and years. I can't remember how long it's been. It's... Yeah, those guys people. are good at what they do. I'm so impressed with that kid from Texas, man. That that uh, he plays on the golf team at Texas A&M. He's playing as an amateur, and he's in second place. <laughs> the Masters after two <laughs> rounds. That is totally amazing. Sam, you Bennett. know, it's just that's that natural ability. You either have that or you don't. Well, he's got it. Yep. <laughs> He sure he does. Just, he doesn't even, I mean, cool as a cucumber. I mean, it's like all this big stage and high-pressure event. It's, it's not even phasing him. He's just going out there and playing his game, man. I, you got to love that. Yeah, you got to get past the mental aspect of all the games, too. You know, that's same thing with tournament fishing. You got to mm-hmm. be able to, you got to be able to do it, but then you got to be able to do it under pressure. 
Well, I was kind of seeing, I saw one little update on weather yesterday where next week in the Gulf we may have a low-pressure development in April. Oh, oh no. Yeah. In the central Gulf. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to start no, it's not. season that early. No. it's. I don't think it'll be anything, turn into anything. It's just going to be a low-pressure, which is kind of odd for April. You know, I could see it in May or June, but but this early, we'll see. Maybe that was uh, fake weather news. I hope it was. Well, maybe it's uh, maybe that Gulf's heating up quick. But I'm looking at uh, extended forecast, and it looks like north to northeast winds for the next uh, five days, I guess. Yeah, that's what six. it looks like. Yeah, next supposed, Friday it's not supposed to warm to up to like. Yeah, not supposed to warm up to like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the 80s again. Yeah, we're in the 50s Definitely. around here this morning. And that's something. Nice that's and cool. Gonna be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not fro- no frost. Thank right. goodness. I'm not going to lose any more off. tomato plants. Yeah, you know. Don't want to lose my people that uh, had their gardens and everything destroyed by that hailstorm that we had. That was not good. Well, I, I lost a third of my tomato plants because of frost. I mean, it got down to 32 degrees here a couple Amazing. of weeks ago. Yeah, and it bit the bit the ends of my tomato plants and and kind of cut them back and killed a bunch of them. They just fell over and died. Cucumbers, plants, I lost almost all of them. That's that's just, uh, you know, when you try to force the season, that's what happens. Yep. Uh, I got fooled. It warmed up in the 80s, and I said, oh, man, this is over. And then back of my mind, I'm going, oh, the Easter cold spell, there'll be an Easter cold spell. Yeah, you're north sure of I-10. That was kind of the land, you know, I-10 was. Oh, yeah. If you were below it, yeah, you're, I, you're Everything was okay, but above it, it, it was not pretty. <laughs> I got smoked. <laughs> Boy, and, that's a shame. Uh, my son lost all his dewberries up at Kerbinville. He had dewberry oh. patch that was like, uh, oh, probably 40 by 30. Goodness. And he had thousands of little green berries in there, and it just burned them down. Uh, that was, he said, next time, if that happens, I'm going to buy two big tarps and cover them up. <laughs> and dewberry cobbler. Oh, yeah, we were waiting on that. And he had lots of them, and there are no more. But, you know, that's uh, that's farming for you. Well, it's a day and age we live in, life of disappointments. <laughs> Boy, ain't that the truth. I'm telling you, brother. Well, our trout fishing has been on and off. And I mean literally on or off. It's yeah, been it's, difficult. There's no in-between. It's either good or it's bad. It's the way it is all up yeah, and down the coast. You hear it from everybody. If you're there on the right day, bam, you catch them. Right and place, right time, them. bingo. Oh, Yeah. And when the wind swaps around just right and screws everything up, well, they pull off out into the lake or wherever and just sulk. And you can't contact them. You can't find them because wind's raging out there. You know, it's 
you got white caps everywhere and you can't you couldn't even see a slick if it popped. Now that's uh that's been a really difficult thing. We got some off and on real pretty clear water in the lake and and uh, the channel will clear up and it'll turn kind of greenish and you'll be able to see down a couple of feet and the next thing you know it gets whacked. Wind switches and here we go again. You know, the only constant has been the redfish. They've been around. <laughs> there, uh, there's a lot of bait where they are, and they're all staying. Redfish they're are just so much. hardy and durable. I mean, they, they adapt to everything. You can catch them in chocolate milk water, air clear water, yeah. fresh water, salt water, no water, high water. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, no water. <clears throat> they those rascals, they'll lay in the mud till the water comes back. Cold water, hot water. <clears throat> I mean, they're just. Uh, yeah, they're amazing critters. They're like feral hogs. <laughs> That's what they're like. <laughs> and you think they're all gone and they'll be somewhere. You just can't find them. <laughs> uh, they're, yeah, they're amazing. I've, I've got know, a lot last of Last year, I went through them. a stretch. For a couple of months there that uh, I, I didn't even catch a redfish. You know, I was catching a fair amount of trout, but I just never stumbled up on any reds. Oh, I, I did spend, too. I, I didn't spend a lot of time trying to find out where they disappeared to, which, you know, pretty much you can figure when they do that disappearing thing, they're they're up <clears> in the marsh. Yeah, and, they're either up in the marsh or out in the middle of the bay, uh Maybe north end of the bay, yeah, where you don't see them, and somebody might be on them, but they go somewhere and hang out and disappear, (laughs) and sometimes it's like they're a mystery fish, but if I'm catching trout, I don't worry about them. No, not so. I'm just just catching trout, and uh, that's all good. And there'll be there's going to be a lot of trout because uh, we've got the well they've let me know how many there are out there. They've they've made a good comeback over here, and we've got lots of fish in the uh, 18 to 21 each class, and that means that you know out there somewhere there's some bigger ones growing. And we had to rebuild from Harvey all the way back up. I'm telling you, people don't realize what it's like to totally flush a bay system out mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, have to start I, all over. It takes time. It it really does. That was uh, that was an event that I just soon forget. But but you know, a Harvey yeah. was just a. I mean, that was right in the mi- middle of the uh, that flood series we had anyway. For all those, you know, it started in 2015, and it yeah. just ended. You know, in 2020, we had a little bit of fresh water in 21, but. Uh, Think about that. That was about six or seven years straight of just a lot of a lot of fresh water coming through. Oh, Lots it was of about it. seven seven years. Yeah, seven years yeah. of that stuff, man. Yep. Not to mention throwing a two in there. It started here at 2016 on the Sabine River flood, which was a record flood for the Sabine. Our big one was 2015. That's when <clears throat> they thought the dam at Livingston was going to burst. Yeah. Now, we missed that one. I had a a banner year on big trout. I caught over 500 over four pounds. Uh, 
that whole year. And then 2016, it was like late February, early March. We had that record flood, and it just washed out everything on the Louisiana side. And then, you know, here comes Harvey, and, and it rained a lot for seven years. Every year, it'd just be a freshwater year. Well, we had that and, drought pattern for, well, from 2010 to 2015, before that first flood in 2015, I can't even tell you how many hundreds of trout that were caught over five pounds. Yeah. And just, uh, yeah. I mean, everything was in the north end of Trinity Bay, the far reaches, you know, of all the bays. Everything was as close to fresh water as they could get because of the salinity levels were so high. And yeah. uh, it was a stack up, a saltwater stack up. And then that yep. all reversed in 2015, pushed everything south, and we had freshwater stack-ups. And uh, it was just an unbelievable amount of, of big fish, big trout, as I'm saying. That's what I'm referring to as trout. For for six or seven years, it was just phenomenal. Uh, and, we haven't we haven't had a, a normal year here in the last... Oh, eight or nine years. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been uh, you know people people ask me all the time what what happened to that bite down on the low end of Sabine Lake in the spring? They, those trout would just stack up down there in the neck of the lake and we just dredge the bottom and it didn't matter if water was dirty or what we caught trout and they're not doing that anymore. Well, it stayed it stayed so fresh for so long that it totally readjusted the way those trout move in the system. Yeah, and, it, well, it pushed so many out, too. I mean, just think about yeah. how many fish used to pile up down in that bottom end down there. I, I think mean, we it, actually just lost a bunch of those fish. We know? did. We did. There's yeah. not a doubt in my mind that we didn't, you know. Yeah, we lost all of our big, big healthy trout. They all went out in the gulf and went to Matagorda, I think. Well, we can... We can stay like this for a few more years with no major <laughs> hiccups <laughs> weather-wise. I mean, we'll we'll be in decent shape, but uh, we shall see. We just got to ride the tide, brother. Just live but through it and hope for the best. We're definitely on the rebuild now. And we are. Catching better and better fish every year, and uh, I'm happy about that. I've gotcha. adjusted to where they are, and and. You know they've they've adjusted their movements, and I'm adjusted too, and, and we'll stay on them. All right, Bill. Well, y'all have a happy Easter over your way. If uh, somebody wants to call you about coming over and fishing with you, how do they get a hold of you, man? Four zero nine six seven three nine two one one. Harfishsabinelake dot com. You got it. All right, bud. Bill, have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe, my friend. Thank you, brother. Later, man. All right, that's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. All right, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Texan Roofing, and Texan Roofing are the people I trust. They cover Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. Just call them. They'll come out. They do a fine job. Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing, they found that the majority of jobs that they do, they offered 
lower prices, and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with their honest roof inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do call them, tell them you heard about it here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all his crew, they'll work with you directly and do a fantastic job for you. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600, 281-391-9600, or texanroofing.com. And please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 435 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go up to Lake Conroe. Let's check that water level and check the pulse of the fish dude. Richard, what's up? No, the water, you know the water's up. There ain't no uh, doubt. How's the water, Papa? <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, it's actually coming down, so it's not as bad as what I thought. It's almost where they're going to shut the lake down because it's about four inches away from that. So, yeah. that's, I mean, I've been watching it, and it's, it came up, and that's, it's just gradually dropping, but they're increasing the amount they're releasing, so that means like Houston's going to get get full pretty quick, so. Because yeah. they released a they released a foot of water before all this, but it's way more than that coming down. So, how far uh, above pool does uh, your lake have to get before they shut it down? It's uh, the normal elevation is two hundred and one feet above sea level, and when it hits two hundred three, that's when they shut the lake down. Right now, it's at two hundred two sixty five. Close. That's pretty yeah, close. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's real dang close. I mean, it's close enough to where. Uh, Conroe Bass shut down. They had some tournaments going on this weekend. Oh, they man. shut that down. So, they yeah. So just, you I know, mean, when they shut the lake down, that means you can't go, right? You cannot go. If you go on the lake when they shut it down, you're responsible for your boat wake. And there's some multi-million dollar homes out there. And if your boat wake washes in them, you just you bought that house. Damage. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I that's why you. they keep you over there. And it's you know normally two or three. It's it just at just before it gets to 203, it's above the bulkheads. Mm-hmm. So at 203, it's in people's yards. So right now, it's on the bulkheads. It's right up Kind of like the numbskulls when you have street flooding and you got guys that have worked all yeah, night it, sandbagging their doorways on their homes and everything, and you got this one guy in a monster truck will come down the street throwing out a three foot wake exactly. and flooding houses with it. Yeah. That's exactly the same thing. Exactly oh, the same thing. And I mean, that's. That's what they're trying to avoid and prevent is, you know, as much damage, mm-hmm. property damage as possible anyway. But, you know, when that, what gets me is every time that water goes above the bulkheads, it washes out the backside of the bulkheads. So everybody's goes into replacing, you know, repairing and replacing bulkheads about once every few years when it gets up like this because it all, washes all that dirt out from behind them and comes out, of, out from the backside of the bulkhead. And then eventually it just weakens it and it, craters so they yeah it caves into years. the lake and then you got to refill yep. the dirt and rebuild and here we go exactly all it takes exactly. is big money big money that's all it takes that's all it takes and i sure ain't one of them no but that's okay i'll stay off the lake so i ain't got to help you pay for it well that waterfront front property and living is not all it's cut out to be i can tell you that i'll tell you what it's great to do it but the maintenance aspect of it some sometimes it's, it's just not it is. It can be anyway. Plus, that's like I get people ask me all the time, you keep your boat down here at the marina? No. 
I am not a fan of spiders. There is not a boat dock on the planet that doesn't have spiders on it. So I'm not keeping my boat anywhere around the water like that. So those uh-uh. little those little furry critters scare you, huh? You got a racket uh, for you. I can deal with a snake all day long. Uh, the spider, no way. <laughs> They're nasty. They're horrible. Man, I, like, man, I do uh-uh. some mowing. Boy, the, a couple of weeks ago when I had to mow, man, they are built cobwebs. I had spiders crawling uh, all over me going through. Oh, my trees, gosh. Mowing. It's horrible. You just brush them <laughs> off and move on, man. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I remember walking through the woods at night when I was, you know, when I was younger. Those go wolf out, spiders go out there, and uh, yeah, dang old wolf and, spiders hit you right. What's those big ones called? The uh, all those uh, garden spiders. Well, whatever they are, they built that huge web between trees. We shoot them with twenty twos. That's how big they were. <laughs> I hear you. I tell you what, them big old wolf spiders. Though, when you're walking through the woods, woods and have one hit you right in the right square in the face, I guarantee you, you're gonna I scream like a girl. I'm going to be slapping, and people are going to think, what in the world is wrong with him? That's because I've done it a, a bunch, and I can't stand that spider whip feel on my face. Uh-uh. Especially when you know one of the mate lady rascals is crawling around there. They're nasty. I don't like them. But that's just me. Uh, it's one of them things. And that's, like I say, boat docks. Uh-uh. And water, I'd love to live on, on the water like that. But like I say, it's just, I couldn't deal with the spiders that are that are around there. That's just not me. But all the snakes out there on the dock, you want. I can deal with them, kick them off the dock, and we're good to go. Sure. Get in the boat, kick them out of the boat, be good. Oh, heck. But no, that's just one of the things. I saw, I saw you, you Cox post that deal where Matt, Matt, that snake come off Matt's motor on on the uh, Sicko's page the other day. Yeah, I saw so, that where it was back there on the jack plate <laughs> by the steering yeah. unit. Yeah. That was a cock exactly. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's something else. I just because I, I was up there, I wasn't up there. I was, I was sitting there watching. I keep up with Matt because him and I have fished against each other since the '80s, and uh, you know, and just got up there and got to watch. He had posted that video up there, or who was I can't remember. Somebody else posted that video up there of that snake coming off his motor and stuff like that, and crawling across the parking lot. And I was thinking, uh uh-huh, I wouldn't want to be in that one because I've been there before. I had yeah. one do exactly that same thing, and I and the people that were with me, I told them, you better be glad I ain't got a pistol, because I'd blow it. I was all in this boat. Well, I'm glad some <laughs> of us are wide awake this morning. One of the listeners just texted me. We called them banana spiders. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, that big that's a, yeah, you're banana right. Spider. The banana spiders, there ain't no doubt. They, them, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I don't like them. Well, see, that's that's how that, that, uh, that, that story about the – the uh, bananas on a boat got started anyway was behind them banana spiders. So, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. A lot of people do, and I get people to show up on the boat all the time. They got, they, they may have a whole bundle of bananas. And I'll go, you know, that's supposed to be bad luck. And they go, what? I said, yeah, bananas on a boat. It's supposed to be yeah. bad luck. Some, some of them saltwater guys will kick you clean off the dock if you come down there with a with a banana trying yeah, to get on their boat. I know it's just a myth and all that, but uh, don't press your luck. I hear you. I hear you. That's, I mean, that's the thing. You know, I, just, I, you know, I, I mean, I think a I person just, could probably refrain themselves from eating a banana for... <laughs> I hear you. You, you can't know, tell nothing about One day you're out on the boat, you know, eat it when you get back to the dock. Leave them in the car. There you, there you go. But I mean, get good and mushy. It, there you go. That's that's it. That's it. But I mean, that's that's what's crazy. You know, there's so many people that 
that don't know that. You know, and it's, you know, granted, we know as as much as we've been fishing, we've heard all that stuff like that, you know. I mean, and then then some. But still, you know, the bananas on the boat thing, so many people don't don't know what it is. The story I always heard about it was them dang banana spiders kill everybody on the boat. So that's that's what everybody on that big ship that was bringing in the bananas, that's what I heard about it. Well, so, yeah, that listener that go. texted me, uh, he said they make good gumbo. Said tell uh, right yeah, that. you're sure right. You're <laughs> sure right. You can have all that banana spider gumbo you want. I'll stick with the crawfish and the shrimp and all that good stuff. Uh-uh. No banana spiders for me. I'm good. But give me all them dang fish. Once this water settles down, hopefully the brass will start doing pretty good when you were a kid you didn't play with them big daddy long legs and let them crawl no. all over you what no no daddy long totally legs harmless. i'd pick them up yeah i know i'd pick them up and chunk them but i wouldn't i no, i didn't play with them very much now we because me and my brother when we when i was out in midland we used to take run a water hose down them holes and them tarantulas would pop out and now we'd play with them because it's it was funny to watch them tarantulas because they you know they got a hole in the ground fill that all up with water and they just pop out because they float so right that's what we used see to do. quite a bit out my way you know where i live especially at night driving in here but i hadn't seen one in a year or two i'll tell you what making one of the one of the strangest things i've seen this was years ago back in the 80s i used to drive a truck down in in uh, between alvin and uh, arcola and between alvin and arcola at a certain time of the year i can't remember what time of year it was but it was always in, like, I want to think somewhere between May and July, there was a, a migration of tarantulas that would cross Highway 6, and there would be millions of them. Mm. I mean, I, I drove a truck across Highway 6 one day thinking, there's no way. It's like a five-mile stretch. You could not get out without having one of them crawling on you. They were everywhere. I mean, it was just it was one of the most amazing things I'd ever seen, and it was all right there in that, that one little stretch. Right. And now, I, I ain't seen it since, but you know, I ain't been down there. I don't, I don't run them roads like I used to when I was driving truck down there years ago. Yeah. But, it, you know, that was in the early 80s. And then all that stuff's grown up. You know, it used to be all ranch, uh, farmland and stuff like that, and bottomland, and now it's all grown up. So, you know, I got gotcha. subdivisions and all that. So all that stuff's changed, and their habitat has changed. So I don't know if any of that migration still happens or not. But that was a lot of them. That I, I guarantee you, that was a lot of them fuzzy rascals, and I don't like them. And I couldn't believe it, you know, when I was a kid, me and my brother used to play with them like that. But we, used, you know, like they would stick a water hose, water hose down there and dump it down, dump water down that hole, and it pop right out. Uh, but that's in that sandy country over here in West Texas. You can't do it in the clay around here. I ain't found them holes like that. Find something you don't want to be playing with in these holes. Right. Big old, big old water moxin or something else. There ain't no telling, but it's, I, I don't know. I just, I'm glad this dang rain's finally settled down a little bit. Cause y'all, it's gone. Y'all didn't get it's the, Louis, it's I, all over towards Louisiana and farther. It's, and I'll tell you what though. Y'all, y'all didn't get near as much as we got up here. And I mean, there was one little, no, I, up here. there was, y'all had quite a bit. Didn't you have about six inches that day before yesterday at, in your area? Yeah, I had right here at the house, I had right at five inches. And then, then south of us, you know, between the house and the, and the lake, it's, you know, there's nine inches of rain or more. Good Lord. So, I mean, it just, and that's why that lake came up so, 
so much, and it's still coming up because you still got quite a bit of runoff happening right yeah, now. Yeah, I was looking at Rayburn. So, it's a little bit above pool, but it wasn't updated. I think the last yeah. update, that was through the third, so Rayburn ought to come up quite a bit, too. They got quite it, a bit of It should, yeah. Way. They got Livingston. quite a bit over there. Oh, yeah. Livingston, definitely. There ain't no doubt. Livingston's yeah. going to catch it. You know that. It's always going to catch it over there. Come to And Poplar. then y'all going to catch it. Yeah, y'all catching it down there afterwards. So. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. It's, uh, yeah, that's it. Just plug you out. There ain't no doubt about it. Nah, it uh, nothing we're not used to around here lately. But anyway. That's All right, it. Richard. That's... Somebody wants to come up and fish with you. How do they get a hold of you? Give them some info. All right, Mickey. Anyone get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com or just check out the webpage fish2tx.com all right buddy have a good weekend happy easter richard see you bud happy easter to y'all y'all have fun thank you man later all right right. that's the fish dude on conroe now let's uh let's go check in with charlie p down in matagorda good morning charlie morning mickey how are you i'm good how are you fair to midland there you go same old same yeah buddy i'm uh I'm tired of sitting around doing nothing. That's what I'm tired of doing, you know? Uh, yeah, those those rain delays worked out perfect for me yesterday with the Masters because I could switch over and watch the Astros game. Yeah. Uh, they had that early game yesterday, and luckily I've got the app on my phone. The, my phone went off. I looked at it, and I saw the Astros just started. So I watched that disappointing game in the 10th. So. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, they lost it three to two. Three to two, yeah. Stanick didn't look like Stanick. Well, I think that when we get our team back intact, they'll be hell to pay. It'll be good. Uh, it's just the way it is right now, man. It's just it. About like our weather and our fishing, up and down. Up and down. Uh, what happened to the show yesterday? Uh, yesterday morning, we went on air, and uh, I did the weather and everything, and as soon as I went over to the hammer, we lost internet signal. I mean, it just huh. on everything, just boom. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking at all my stuff. I'm going, I, there's no signal. And we have a modem room here, and I went in there with a, modem and all that is i shut everything down for two minutes like you're supposed to restart everything and then i came back in the studio and refired everything in here and it just it just they had a glitch they got it fixed though because the second hour i think i got my signal back at uh 459 wow yeah i knew something was wrong i thought my radio went out but uh no it wasn't you, buddy. It was us. <laughs> it was y'all. We hung in there. I started to go, well, I guess I might as well just go back home. I said, no, nah, I'm going to wait it out. It, we ought to re- it ought to get restored pretty quick, and it did. So. Yeah. Well, that's the way it is. It's like the weather, like the fishing, like and everything sure it else. It had something to do up. with those storms that came through here, you know, right when I, when I got here. I got here about 3.20, and I just barely beat that big line of stuff that came through with all the lightning. And Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. I guess we got a lot of rain up above us, Mickey. Uh, I'm sure it's going to mess up that Colorado River. Uh, yeah, we ought to get a little river runoff uh, up this way, too, from the Trinity and the San Jacinto. It just, at least it could have been a whole lot worse. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot yeah. of that heavy stuff stayed right out over the Gulf. And I don't know what you're talking about, that low-pressure system developing out there. Yeah, I got alert on my phone yesterday and read some of that, so. We That's just uh, all par for the course for this year. Yeah, it is. You know? What else is new? <laughs> add, it, add it to the pile. Yes, sir. But all I know is I'm tired of sitting around. I'm I'm going to run a trip this afternoon and uh, and see if we've got anything out there to fish. But uh, sometimes you can get in that river and diversionary canal when that fresh water's coming down, and they can pile those fish out, up in front of it. So that's a possibility. Get your little stack up working before the water gets totally trashed out. Correct. Yep. Years ago, we used to contaminate and do it and really catch some big fish. But, uh, you know, since stuff like Harvey, it's, uh, it's never been the same. It's different. No, it uh, changed a lot. It really did. Yeah, it did. It changed things on this upper coast big time. Yeah. Well, look what it did to Rockport before it became a tropical storm and come up here and dump all that rain. Man, Rockport mm -hmm. got smacked. Sure did. They rebuilt. They're back to normal. Yep. Their fishing could be better, but hey, they're just what they're. Everybody's going through it. We just got to live through this. Yep. Make the most of it. It just uh, it just seems funny how we went through all those great years of uh, <laughs> of not having all that stuff, you know, and just having fish on every street corner, and uh, and they literally were. I mean, yeah. you said it right. They were they were on every street corner. Yep. I guess we had it too good for too long, and uh, just got to deal with it right now. But hopefully, it'll it'll come back. We still got fish to catch. Yeah, we do. I, I still got a few to target before uh, I check out. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Like all them old timers, man, they that I was around forever, and and they hadn't been gone that long. They they lived a long time, but uh, they went through. I mean, they saw way more than we did, and they said that uh, era that we've been in was the best fishing, you know, before and after. That was that was just the sweet spot for a couple of decades. That was just some incredible fishing. Oh, yeah. You know, I can remember Rudy Grigger telling me way back in the 70s. We got drunk one night, and he uh, he told me then fishing was over with. He said it was history. <laughs> I remember him. He said, it's <laughs> over, man. <laughs> yeah. Wrong it was. Yeah. Well, I hope his we're wrong fishing. right now. We're, we're going through kind of what he was going through in his time. And yeah. uh, we just got to live long enough to see it come back again. Well, we'll see some of it anyway. It's got to come back because it's uh, some of it's got to come back. 
it'll never be what it was before, but uh, we'll get some of it back. Yeah. Well, we've just, you know, two key ingredients to having a healthy fishery is water quality and habitat. Yeah. you got to have it. <clears throat> it's it's the water quality. It's all that all that runoff of just, uh, you know, it's affecting Well, we're the so work. commercialized now. People don't realize the just from just daily just a one drop of oil coming out of a vehicle running down a highway is you know with multitudes of them that adds up when you get a big wash like that you just flush all that through your your estuary and your whole system and it uh it changes things oh yeah and it uh there's just man i i never thought i'd i'd see the abundance of commerce and everything around our base system like it is now is just uh i don't have any explanation for it it's just crazy it's not giving us a chance now we need just, to open uh, up about 10 more passes up here on the upper coast from you to sabine let let that gulf water in yeah and what they do they close passes like rollover yeah. they open them down south and close them up here holy cow Yep. Yeah. That's really helped them down south, you know. Oh, that factory uh, channel down there, Cliff, is he swears by it. It has really changed his base system. You notice you don't hear about all them red tides down there anymore. No. Brown tides, red tides, all that. Water quality is definitely better getting that fresh gulf water into your system, that good flow. Right. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.